Hey everybody, it's Kyle. Coming at you live from my car, because that's about the only place I can find some time to record this. Um, didn't have an episode last week, didn't really plan on that, but I uh, was going to take a break off uh, the week earlier or so, and I never did, so just took a break last week. It was a rough week anyway. I don't know how you guys all did back on that short week after Labor Day, but... Um, Man, I, I I got hit with a pretty big uh, depression, man. I mean, it it, it kind of took over and, and went all the way, you know, up until yesterday, Friday, um, before I started kind of getting back to normal. But, man, I, I don't know. I don't – it might have been the weather, but, I mean, it's been rainy and gray and all that crap before, and I've not – had issues like that, but but this particular time I really did. It was kind of crazy, um, but I got through it. You know, I think a lot of it had to do with communicating about it. Um, you know, letting my wife know and a few other friends and stuff, and talking about it, talking it out a little bit. Um, it did just so happen that he did have a therapy appointment too, which was good. Um, but yeah, it was a weird week. I mean, that that happened, and then um, it was also the first week back to school for the kids, and uh, it was rainy and dreary uh, here in the Kansas City area. It was pretty nasty, and so I, I don't know. I think maybe it all just culminated or what, but it, it was quite a week. I'm glad it's over with. Now it's kind of started being sunny again today. Uh, on Saturday, so thank goodness. Uh, what is bugging me? You know, it's I. Uh, I'm not going to get into Trump calling our military and and killed in action and missing in action losers and and uh, suckers, but I totally believe he did. <laughs> I, I would almost guarantee he did. If you've ever heard him talk, um, even about uh, John McCain, who I, I'm not a big fan of John McCain. I wasn't, um, but I respect his service and I respect what he went through being a POW for five years in Vietnam, man. I mean, I can't even imagine what they put that dude through in that time that he was a POW. Um, it's miraculous that he lived afterwards, to be honest with you. Um I'm not going to get into all that, and I'm not going to get into um, the other 400 things he said since the last time I've talked to you that have been totally and completely inconsiderate and ignorant, okay? I am going to get into this. Professional athletes and professional personalities, stars, singers, whatever, they have the right to express their concern over what's happening in our country. And they may be a little bit out of touch as far as they may be living the rich grand life and they may have forgotten what it's like to, you know, most Americans live paycheck to paycheck and uh, most people are barely getting by. And 
lot of people, this pandemic is wreaking havoc on their lives. Um, a lot of people have lost people. Um, but it, it's it's been a hell of a time. And, uh, you know, what with uh, these... <laughs> I'm going to just straight out call them murders by the police. Um, it is bizarre to me that no one's been brought to justice for Breonna Taylor also. I, I gotta say, it's remarkable to me. Um, but between that and between um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? I'm, I can't even think of his name now. He pisses me off. It's sharp and whatever in the morning. Undisputed. I can't even remember the turd's name. But he came out against Dak Prescott, kind of. Dak Prescott is quarterback. I believe it's Dak Prescott. Sorry if it's not. Dak. He came out. He's a quarterback for the for America's team. The Dallas Cowboys. I've never been a big fan, but, you know, I respect them. And I respect that organization somewhat. Um, and I had a roommate who's a huge fan of them. You know, so... Everybody's fan. I've been an Atlanta Falcons fan forever, and people, there are people that hate the Atlanta Falcons, so whatever. Um, but anyway, he came out and talked about the depression that he's been going through over the last year. His brother died a year ago, and it's kind of wreaked havoc on his world and, and really put him in a bad spot, in a bad position, and he, he's just trying to get by. And so during a, a pretty big interview, he, he mentioned that and talked about it a little bit outright and forthright, like I've talked about what's gone on with me in my life. And uh, this dipshit came out and said, well, I don't know how you can lead a team if you're admitting your weakness. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you know how much strength it takes to come out in front of everyone and say that you're going through depression? that you have depression, you're diagnosed with depression, do you know what that means? It doesn't mean that you're fucking temporarily bummed out, dumbass. Look, I, I mean, I had a spell this week of it. It was intense. Um, but it's always here. It's here now while I'm talking to you guys. It was here this morning when I woke up. It'll be here when I go to sleep. Um, sometimes it's way, way more intense and almost crippling. That's what was going on this week for me. Other times, I can go by for a long time um, knowing that it's there, but it doesn't keep me from living my life normally and, and being my goofy self and, and all those things. And this week, it really did. So depression is not about, oh, I'm bummed out or I'm sad. I mean, there is that aspect to it. Depression is about your brain not making the right correct connections, sorry, not corrections, the right connections between one side to the other, letting you know that it's irrational to think these thoughts. These thoughts are just throwaway thoughts, or these thoughts are nonsensical or highly illogical. Um, but anyway, it, it really, it really sucked to hear that. It really sucked to hear it, but then I stopped and I thought about who it was that was saying this. And guess what? 
It was an old white guy. I know. Crazy, man. But old white guys have this disease. Number one, they think everything that they say matters. Okay? That's the first deal. Uh, number two, they think that everything they say is right because they've been around a long time. And number three, all of that shit is backed up in their minds by thousands of years of oppressing everyone else, including women, uh, different colored people, and different sexualities, and all that stuff. You know, theoretically, I should be an old white guy based upon everything in, that I am, but I'm not. I don't have that mentality because my honest feelings and thoughts are people are, are different. And uh, if what people are doing isn't hurting anybody, then I really don't fucking care at all. And it's none of my business. Right. Um, but not this dude. <laughs> He's going to make it his business. I wonder if it would have been Tom Brady that came out and said that, if he would have said that same shit. Uh, I bet it, he wouldn't have. I bet anything he wouldn't have. Um, bet almost anything. That that That's what really sucks about it. And, you know, other than the fact that it also sucks because not only does he know any, not know anything about depression, but he also doesn't know anything about leading a fucking pro football team. So I, Skip Bayless, I think is his name. Skip. Yeah, Skip. There you go, Skipper. Um, sorry if anybody's named Skip, but, you know, I doubt anybody listening to this podcast is named Skip, you know. Uh, not not if you've been listening for a while. You probably wouldn't still be listening. But anyway, that motherfucker came out and said that shit, and I just was floored. And, uh, again, I'd like to see his proof of understanding what it takes to lead a pro football team, because... Uh, other than writing about other people doing things, that he doesn't seem to know shit about shit, right? He seems to know about what it's like to live an entire white man's life. That's it. He doesn't really know fuck else. So that's what's bugging me this week. I mean, there's that aspect of it. There's the aspect of Donnie Dump and the shit that he says sometimes is the same exact thing. Uh he claims to be an expert on every goddamn thing that exists in this world. And I'll tell you what, he ain't an expert on shit except being the worst president of all time and the biggest asshole ever. All right? And he he's also not even really a good expert on spray painting yourself orange to look like you're tan. He's, he's actually not very good at that. Um, so, you know, I, I guess what I would say is, hey, white fellas out there, or just anybody in general, if you don't know something about something, that's okay. It's okay even to admit that you don't know something about something. Um, you cannot know everything about everything. And no one believes that you know everything about everything. And nine times out of ten, you should just shut your ass. And this is just another instance of it. And I, I would just tell people, keep that in mind when you're going through your life, you're living your life. Sometimes when you say that you know something about something when you don't, it can hurt other people and piss other people off. So I'm sure Shannon Sharp is like, fuck, our show's fucked now. Um, and it probably is Shannon, but you know, you should have been hanging out with that old stupid ass anyway. You know, that dude sucks. Um, you're a real athlete, Shannon. Why don't you do a show with another real athlete, a man who's actually done these things 
and knows anything about what he's talking about. Instead, it's just some young kid who loved watching sports and writes about it all the time and grew up to be an old fart that likes sports and writes about it all the time, who claims to know so much about it because he's been doing it for so long. That's not an athlete. That's not someone whose professional opinion I value when it comes to writing about what other people do. All right. I value the people who've been there and done that. I don't value the people who talk about people who've been there and done that. Sorry. Not my game. Uh, but yeah, that, that's what's bugging me. And uh, I'm going to take a break. And I got a couple things I got to do real quick. I'm actually running an errand for my, uh, believe it or not, I'm going to go to Ulta Beauty, guys. And I am going to go buy. Um, I'm going to go buy makeup for my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I am not excited about that at all. However, uh, the big reason I opted to do that and chose to, to go ahead and help out by doing that is not because I know anything about makeup, because I do not. Um, the reason that I chose to do that and all that is so I could record this episode because I felt kind of bad not giving you guys an episode last week, so... Uh, I've got to run in and go get this makeup uh, made by this dude who is a makeup expert on YouTube and now sells his own makeup um, and a couple other quick errands. And then I will be back after that to talk about some things that I'm into. And there's some exciting news, too, on the front of uh, vinyl um, that I've experienced recently. It makes me very, very happy, something that I got in this week. So I will catch you guys on the other side, and we'll finish this up. Oh, yeah, sorry. I got to throw it to commercials. So, hey, Kyle. Okay, and I'm back. Hey, everybody. Um, so what am I into right now? Well, the biggest thing I'm into right now is all the new records that I've gotten recently through Record Store Day, a couple other things I picked up here and there. Um, but as you'll remember, I was unable to procure a copy of the 25 years unpublished uh, debut album by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Creeping on a Coma. I really wanted that. I mean, that was one that I really, really was trying to get a hold of um, on Record Store Day, but was sold out like almost immediately. So come to find out, there was only 4,000 copies produced, which is insane, um, but it's very, very limited release. And I think the same goes for that Lou Reed, John Cale record, Songs for Drella, that I got too. But they only printed very, very few of those. So it's no wonder I didn't find one. They probably had one copy and somebody through the line got it before I did. So that, that's okay. Um but I was able to find one on eBay and it was selling for pretty close to the same amount that they were selling it on record store day um, between shipping and between a little bit of an upcharge for the person who had it. I paid about 10 bucks extra, which is fine by me. I can totally see that for something that I was really desiring and is very limited production like that. I'm totally cool with paying an extra 10 bones for it. Uh, suffice to say, it's actually already selling more than what I paid for it at the expanded rate. Um, but I took it out and listened to it, and holy, 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 holy shit. It is amazing. It sounds so good, 
so crystal clear, just so well mixed. And, uh, you know, I didn't used to be the biggest Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. And I'm still really not a huge fan, but, um, man, I, I really like that record, you know. And I've listened to some more of their records on Spotify, some more of their albums after that. And I like them, man. I, I might have to get a couple more of their albums. Um, it's also beautiful. And I'll put the pictures in there. You guys can can go take a look at the photo album of the spins recently and you'll see uh, these pictures I got of it but it's a, a real nice clear uh, vinyl again I don't like colored vinyl but they're doing nice things with it and then it's got a splatter of black and white on it or, I mean I'm sorry black and red on it it looks really wild um, the coolest thing that I noticed though that's very authentic is they have the original center sticker on the record for Ruthless Records I thought that was really cool. It, it looks awesome. Anyway, I was very excited to get a hold of that. And uh, the person I got it from actually threw in a, a Lena Horne Greatest Hits record, too, which is kind of funny. It doesn't really go with Bone Thugs and Harmony, other than everybody's African-American. But other than that, um, but yeah, I, and I'll listen to that, too. I like Lena Horne, actually. But yeah, that... that uh, Coupled with the other records I've gotten recently, uh, I did pick up some records on uh, Labor Day sale. They had buy two, get one free of used items. So I, boy, I snagged a cherry copy of Dreamboat Annie by heart. What a great album. I mean, <laughs> good Lord, great record. Um, so I ch snagged a cherry copy of that. And as I dug through more, I found... Um, Carol King Tapestry, which is an incredible record as well. Really good copy of that. And then I did find an, a uh, another record by, uh, oh man, I'm so horrible with names. Uh, I don't know. I'll put it up. Man, I'm becoming old. Sorry, guys. Um, not REO Speedwagon. But, right, right, you bloody well right, that band. I cannot think of their name off the top of my head. Horrible. Anyway, I, I got an album of theirs that I'd never heard before. And it actually has a song on it that I've heard. So it was kind of, that was kind of wild to see too. But, so yeah, you know, great deal. Got those three new records. They're good. They go right there in the collection. Good stuff. Super Tramp. God damn. Super Tramp. Um, it's like a high wire or something it's called, but yeah, it's a good record, man. I really like it. All super tramp records are pretty damn good to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so that's, what's going on in the, in the music world right now. I still have my copy, my limited edition copy of run the jewels Four on the way. Don't know when that's coming. I think it's supposed to come this month still. So let you know when I get a hold of that too, maybe get some, uh, imagery of that thing. But uh, it should be pretty cool, too. I think it's pink LPs. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else am I into right now? You know, I've been watching a lot of different things. Did start watching some uh, Hitchcock movies with the wife. She'd never really seen many Hitchcock movies. I mean, she knows about it. Everybody knows about Hitchcock. But she hadn't watched some of them. So I have brought out a bunch of DVDs I had. And she pulled the first one um, that she was interested in, which was Rebecca with Laurence Olivier and Joe Fontaine, Joan Fontaine. 
from 1940, Alfred Hitchcock film. They actually just redid it 80 years later. Uh, it comes out this fall. I believe it's on Netflix, but it's Army Hammer, and I cannot remember the other woman's name. But it also has a woman from The English Patient in it, too, who plays Miss Danvers. Um, but eh, they, they totally sexed it up and everything, which makes sense because it's 2020. But at the same time, there's something magical about the innocence and everything in the original film. So I, I don't know. Probably not interested in seeing the new version. Also, it's another film where it's like, really? I mean, why are you remaking that? You know, I don't think it's going to piss anybody off remaking it other than maybe me. And I'm sure Alfred's rolling in his grave a little bit. But, uh, and Daphne du Maurier, who wrote it, is probably going, ugh. But, you know, it just seemed unnecessary. That's all. And Army Hammer, dude, go away, Army Hammer. That guy's still around? I thought he was the Lone Ranger. Kimo Sabe, please quit making movies. Um, let's see, and what else was I going to say? Uh, that's about it in movies and stuff, too. I did go ahead and subscribe to Shudder. Uh, yeah, I you know, it's only $5.99 a month, and I think if you get a year, it goes down to like $4.75 a month. So 56 something a year. I think I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try it for a few months for 6 bucks a month, see what I think about it, and take it from there. But I got a feeling I'm going to like that streaming network a lot. I know they got a lot of original stuff. I've watched Creepshow and uh, Blood Machines and a few other things that they've done that I'm interested in. But, you know, I'm just going to face the music, man. I'll talk about that movie in a second, too. But I love horror films, and I love freaky, scary, sci-fi type weird stuff. I always have. Why the hell would I not subscribe to Shudder? <laughs> it only makes sense. I've done a trial of their stuff before, and I liked it. But, yeah, I'll, I'm going to stick with that. I think I'm going to like that. And I think my kids will like it, too. They really like horror movies. You know, um, let's see, what am I reading? Absolutely nothing, man, because I'm a loser and I quit reading. But, you know, the wife got me a Happen Leonard book, uh, paperback for my birthday. And I've, I've read a couple stories in her and it's a bunch of Happen Leonard short stories. Um, but it's a few others that I've never read by Joe Lansdale. So I need to pick that up and, and do that. But I also need to finish Jane Goes North and Supermarket. So I got things in line to be doing as far as reading and that's really about it guys i can't think of much else to say um as far as stuff that i'm into now we're on the last couple episodes of the fifth season of Shit's creek so we're almost done with that and anxious for the the uh, new season to come on netflix the last season and then we also um oh we started watching the boys but we only watched the first two episodes so we kind of held off on the third even though that the first three came out the first week there, but we kind of wanted to be able to have a few to watch at a time. So I don't know if they released just episode four this week, but if they did, that works out perfectly. We can watch three and four together, but man, it's going to be a hell of a season. I can't wait for that. That, that show is something else, man. Not for the faint of heart. If you can't handle extreme, gory, horrific violence and really kind of sick thoughts when it comes to sexual stuff and ugh, then don't watch it. (laughs) 
because it's rough, man. It is rough. It's not for everybody. Um, definitely. Uh, let's see. What else? That's about it. Haven't watched Mulan. Uh, my daughter has watched it, and I think she was digging on it, but I don't know. I have to decide if I'm going to watch that or not. Not really sure. I won't be protesting it because of the whole China thing, but probably should think about that because what they're doing to those people is pretty horrible. And uh, if Disney didn't know that that's where they were filming that to begin with, okay. But they certainly didn't have to put a thanks to these people that are involved with dark sides of the Chinese government and stuff and re-educating these people in the in the end credits. That's where they kind of went fucking wrong because that's where people caught it and that's what people were pissed about. So, shame on you, Disney. You gotta do better, guys. Um, but yeah. And then I know The Mandalorian, they said I think is coming out October 30th or 31st. I can't remember. But I'm, I'm ready for season two of that. And I know the Obi-Wan series or the Ben Kenobi series is going to be a limited series. So I don't think it's going to be ongoing. I think it's just going to be like so many episodes and then it's done, which is okay. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. And that won't be until next year for sure. Um, WandaVision by Marvel should be coming on there before the end of the year as well. And I think Loki, they push that off till next year. And a lot of things are going to get pushed off till next year, guys. Uh, this, this virus thing, I don't think is going to be going away anytime soon. And, and we're just going to have to live with it a little bit longer. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, next year will be a little easier going than this year, but I still think we're going to be in the thick of it for quite a while. It might start thinning out and settling down next summer. But I don't think that's going to happen this year or even uh, in the winter or spring. So hang in there, guys. I know it's depressing. I know it's a bummer. But we can get through this. And there's so much stuff for us to be able to do at home. We can still go out and grab a bite or we can order in. There's, we get we Look, for this to happen now, this is probably, even though there's no good time for a pandemic, obviously. But this would be about the best time in human history, or at least American history, for this to happen. Because we still have so many options open to us. So keep that in mind when you're bitching and crying about it. That's it, guys. I got nothing else to say about it. Uh, I'm going to get this thrown up in the next day or two so you guys have something um, early into next week. I might push off this. So I would count this one for these two weeks and then get start fresh again the week after next and every uh, Wednesday just like normal. Bear with me. I'm trying to get it rolling again. Like I said, pretty soon we're going to do some special episodes here and there. I know Mikey and I are both buying hot sauces that are going to blow our asses out. Um, but we're excited to do another version of that this winter. Um, and that should be fun as well. Of course, we'll get we'll get stripes in there to make the calls and everything just like we had last time. And we got to have Jerry there for his commentary as well. I will try to actually really record the video this time. <laughs> so it should be a little bit. You should be able to go watch a little YouTube of it as well. So hang in there, guys. Take it easy. Peace out. I'll catch you guys in about a week, week and a half. And, oh, get off my lawn. <laughs>